Hey guys, Allie Clifton from the Road Trippin' Podcast here. Since living in LA, it's taken me a couple years to find exactly what it is I am looking for in my home and lifestyle outside of work. So if you're like me, you want to change a pace and are ready to take the next step, the nerds at NerdWallet are here to help you make your dreams a reality. NerdWallet's team of nerds research hundreds of the top credit cards, mortgages, and more so you can easily compare and find what's right for you. Maybe you're looking for a change of pace, a home big enough for you and your family to grow with a basketball hoop up front so you can practice your three-point shot. NerdWallet can help you compare and find the smartest mortgage rate to get some room for you, your family, and your hoop dreams. Ready to compare your way there? Take the first step by discovering the smartest credit cards, mortgages, and more today at nerdwallet.com. NMLS 1617539. But Miami, if we're going to talk about the Miami culture, D Fish, the Miami culture has been the Miami yeah. culture for since we were we we were young. Right. That is what it is. It ain't for everybody. Like being consistent and playing at a championship level and I think Jimmy Butler is one of those guys, but he has to understand that that shit is taxing mentally physically emotionally and miami doesn't care because that's their formula and it's the hardest thing i think in sports is trying to find people if correct me if i'm wrong d fish that can fit the championship formula because this shit ain't fun it's not fun it's you don't win because you enjoy it you win because like that's what you have to do like to just breathe and survive and to be happy and two in 2002 (laughs) when we when that's when that series ended both of my hands, like every finger on both hands were in so much pain. I re- literally remember telling Rick Fox, I'm so glad we do not have another game to play. I'm glad this season is over. I'm happy we won the championship, of course, but I don't know if I could have played another game. Like that's how uncomfortable it is physically to like have to be consistent, right? From day one all the way through the end of the season and then to have those expectations year in and year out and and not necessarily be able to let that like let the air out of the balloon because if as soon as you soon as you exhale a little bit there's another team another player some yeah it's like it's like that's why i try to retire it goes quick I tried yeah, to retire no, as a champion. So I don't want to do this anymore. I'm good. I'm good. Like I was like I, I was like I'm, yeah. I don't no, it's do it's no I'm, fun. I'm borderline. Yeah, it's no fun right to now. like. like I'm not you you, you almost become obsessive in a sense, yeah, was, which man. is unhealthy sometimes. Even just no, yeah, no. Take the almost part out. Almost, almost. Yeah. Take almost, the take the almost, almost part out. Tell it, them. It, tell the people that we're yeah, here to tell people the none. truth, fish. And there is none. And it, there is it, no balance. There is and no I'm balance. not even saying that because that it's right, but it, it it it's right. It's only right when you win it all. Otherwise, <laughs> you feel like a psycho for being being that obsessed with something, and then not being able to follow through on it, like not getting it done. Like it drives you insane. Um, so I, you know. So with with yeah. Can I ask a question really quick on that thought, really quick before you continue? because all three of you, I feel like went through those phases and I was with these two when they went through their psychotic phases um, during that championship year. Where does that come from? Like, is it placed on you from like, is it within you? Is it who you are? Is every player on those championship teams like that? Is it the guys that you played for? I don't know, LeBron, Kobe? Yeah, that's a good question. I think it's a combination. Where does that come from? Yeah. You gotta have a little I, mother. You gotta have I, a little I, motherfucker yeah. in you. Like I don't care where you from, the suburbs, 
what continent, what country, you either got something like, yeah. is this more important than you breathing? Yeah. Right? You've got to like, you got to really think that. And you got to like, when he says obsessive, like in the NBA finals, right. I knew I wasn't going to play. I still could not sleep. And I was like, if something happens and I need to play, how do I prepare myself to play guards? <laughs> like, how am I going to guard Steph? So, you know, Richard knows we're up in the gym seven o'clock in the morning and we're working out like it's training camp just in case I might need to play. Mm -hmm. And I'm watching just as much film as the guy who's going to play 48 minutes just in case so that I can call the game like, hey, watch out for this. Yeah. Don't back screen. Like, and we knew we weren't going to play. Everyone's stress level was above their head. And, and spending 18 hours with the same people over and oh, over yeah. and over again. Yeah. In a high-stress situation. High-stress situation. It doesn't matter. Money if involved. Like, yeah, because at, at that point, legacies. you love everyone. It don't matter if you yeah. hate that guy. You fucking <laughs> learn to love them. And it's you versus mm -hmm. them. We were making stuff up just to hate the Golden State Warriors. They were like, hey, Mozzie, they said your commercial about the boot garden sucks. They're like, yeah, shit, like you were trash at Kansas, you know, like all yeah. type of shit. Like, oh, what? Yeah, fuck that dude. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. any little bit. I think. Yes, yeah, psychotic. Any little yeah. bit. No, I was going to say, too, like yeah, I, you, I you think got it, it. So, there's a point, ahead, too, ahead, at least for me, where a lot of and and this is the part that's hard for us as we transition out right is so much of our athletic careers from even when we were young boys it becomes a part of your identity as a person and and so it, it takes a while for us to like separate that as we get older and we become more veteran guys and you know family and kids and we like we start to realize that that's not actually who we are <laughs> like that's just what we do but there there are points in your career where it is such a heavy part of your personal identity that the obsession and the anxiety is coming from the fact that if we don't succeed, like my, I'm crushed. Like personally, I am hurt. Like this is not just a job. This is a part of who I am. And if I fail at it, that means that something is wrong with me. I failed. Well, well, this, okay, so like, and I think this is a great perspective, Ali, as a, as a competitor and as a D1 athlete, your only goal is to be the best version of yourself, right? Like your goal is not, I like, I'm not trying to be Kobe Bryant. Like you, you like, you know, you, we played against you and you weren't trying to be Jason Kidd. Like Channing's not trying to be <laughs> fucking Dirk Nowitzki. No, but we're trying to be trying. the best version of ourselves. You, you, well, that was a lame Shaq. attempt, bro. I was trying to go ahead and try and be Shaq. But that being said is that you can't accomplish mm -hmm. getting there and all the stuff without being obsessed. You can't. There is no balance in championship. Like, no one has ever looked at, like, Michael Jordan, Kobe Bryant, Larry Bird, like Giannis, <laughs> Braun, and be like, you know what? Those guys have a good balance. <laughs> no and again, that even trickles down. It's like, look, I might work out eight hours a day, and I might be able to be considered all-star level caliber at my prime. Kobe can work out eight hours a day, and he can be looked at as one of the greatest of all time. It, it just means that Kobe's being the best version of himself, and I'm being the best version of myself. It still takes the same type of psychotic, obsessive, over-the-top passion that's not yeah. healthy. 
but yeah. I'm not trying to yeah. be healthy. I'm trying really? to be a champion. There are two different <laughs> things, people. Right. Anybody that says that they became the greatest or the best or excelled in, in a field. Yeah. And I think and that's to your, to your question about it. About, you're lying. That's where the Kobe. You're LeBron, absolutely lying. I'm sure Michael Jordan, you know, Magic, Larry Bird, like that's where that connection comes in. Right. It's because you're next to those guys and what Richard just described. They they ultimately trust the guys that have that same thing. <laughs> Right. And so there's a reason why they win championships with certain guys next to them mm -hmm. compared to others, not because other guys aren't talented, but but they. Yeah, they learn to they they connect and they relate and they say louder seeing that Richard Channing, Robert Ory, you know, Rick, like certain guys just have that same like obsessive, manic, crazy in them that like he's willing to leave it all out here the way I am, even though like my talent level and my where, who I am is at a higher level, but he'll do he'll fight the same battle that I will. He'll do anything, and that that's what kind of separates. He'll do any, guys he'll fight time. the same way. He'll fight yeah. anything, and that's right. Yeah, that's why playing for with Kobe ain't for everybody. Playing with Braun ain't for everybody. Playing with Matt, playing in Miami ain't for everyone. Playing for LA, playing in New York ain't like there's so many little subcultures and subsets that like if it ain't for you, yeah. it's because that intensity and that environment wasn't going to allow you to be your best. And I'm sorry. Like when people are like, oh, you know, Braun, I'm like, the only reason why Braun respects me and Channing and a lot yeah. of guys in that crew yeah. is because they saw that we were literally as obsessed as he was. We were as obsessed with with winning a champion. And I didn't give a fuck about his legacy. <laughs> I didn't care about LeBron's legacy. I was not out here trying to win a championship to complete his legacy and he came home. I'm trying to win a championship by myself, for myself. And if I gotta like hitch my wagon to this like this freak of nature, bro. What and this is what I I said this about a lot of championship teams, and I think there's other teams mm -hmm. that are missing. And I think D Fish, what do you need from me? Like you could go to Kobe and just be like, "Yo, bro, all yes. right, game six. Like, what you need? Like, tell me what you need, so you ain't got to worry about it, right?" And it's the same thing with like Channing Fry or or or, or myself. It's like Bron, like, what you need tonight? Like, I didn't like I had. Well, I don't even think I scored in game seven, but I had nine rebounds, right? I remember that yeah, because I was like, was good, Richard. Yeah, good. I was like, I have to, I have to rebound. I'm like, we're playing small. Kevin is having a chase around. Like we're not playing with Channing Fry. We're not playing with our bigs. So I got a rebound. And I was like, let me go out there and grab every rebound I possibly can. And it was like, because that's just, that means that's one less thing for our great players to have to worry about yeah. in that space. And so when people always ask me, oh, I want to make it to the NBA, I'm like, bro, I'm rooting for you. But you, like, and like, I'm rooting for you. But unless you realize, like, the six hours that you would have to play by yourself at 15 in a park just working on shit, like, people don't understand. And it's hard for them to understand. And you try and be respectful. I mean, but it's like, um, it, it, you have to be psychotic. You have to be talented and psychotic. Yeah, people forgot Chris Bosh didn't even score when Miami beat San Antonio. In that seven. that game, Chris Bosh was an absolute defensive animal, and I think they played Tim Duncan straight up. So he was like, don't yeah. even worry about me touching. He was gassed the whole offensive thing. He was like, I just got to keep Tim Duncan from scoring. 
He was dude. I've never seen Chris Boss is an all star. He's one of the hardest forwards I've had to guard. Right, and in our yeah. years, there were some going down to Western Conference. You had some beasts, right? Between Lamarcus, yeah. you had Stephen Jackson, yeah, yeah KG. Then you go Kevin Love and Prime. Then you go Boozer and yeah. Memino Core, yeah. Amari. Then you go Powell, yeah. Bynum, <laughs> Elton Brand, Chris Kamen. And then you got yeah. Yao. So now, now we know why you were so stressed and couldn't sleep. The <laughs> Not including David West and Tyson Chandler. I said, yeah, the, yeah. I said, who's next? I said, who's next? Where's Sacramento? We already played them uh, twice. Ah, uh, uh, Everybody's looking for Sacramento, Sacramento to get right. Uh, who we got no, this don't week? pour Sacramento. Oh, shit. oh, God. Here we go. I know we started this yeah. conversation about the current playoffs, but I'm going to make an executive decision because I just think that there's too many good memories and stories that you guys can all share. Um, so let's continue on this flow, if you guys don't mind. Uh, Fish, I want to know a story. I Derek's stories. I want to know your favorite memory <laughs> from the 2002 championship you won. <laughs> He, he, it's like he won so many. Allie, see, no. See, <laughs> see, I know, Allie. I know, I know. Um, Richard, don't yeah, go there. Let me don't see. go there. Don't go there. <laughs> Richard, you talked about it a lot. The Wasn't it your first report. time? Going go to... after Richard. Yeah, nah. The, I mean, I, yeah, the favorite memory from that's, that that's title. Not funny, um, honestly, yeah, I got it. I got it. No, 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 I got it. Um, Mitch Richmond was on that team. He's like of the five. Of... And yeah, and I and for me personally, like oh, when the buzzer yeah. went Got off, the ring. my emotional like response was hoping that like him experiencing winning a title in his career was like, I hope it meant the world to him. It, it, his role was different. He wasn't the same, you know, Mitch Richmond that we knew from Golden State and SAC and all those years. But um, but he still was like a guy that I just had so much respect for. And now to me. Yeah, that was that was my favorite moment. Like just after the buzzer went off, He's like a monster, knowing that he could put NBA champion monster. on his resume, on his Hall of Fame resume, um, that was a great feeling. I, that, that's I got to keep that one hundred on that. That was that was the best feeling. Oh my gosh, and 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 it was hard though, RJ, to everything we just got through talking about. Yeah, he's Mitch a super... Richmond struggled well, but, but that year because he wasn't asked to be Mitch Richmond on a championship team. Right. So he had to he, he came from 20 a night, 18 a night and literally probably only mm -hmm. had to score six, you know, come off the bench, sometimes play a lot, sometimes didn't play that much. And that's a hard thing mm -hmm. for a grown man with big ego, with, with world success in, in his background. Now you're going to come tell him he's supposed to come off the bench and play nine minutes and score three points and have to go home and listen to people <laughs> act like he can't play anymore. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You're like, yo, man, what's going on? Yeah, it's like, no, but defense, oh, I thought that to myself. No yeah, I thought that to myself. I literally thought that. <laughs> oh, Chan, we'll talk about how you were oblivious too sometimes. But no, man, I thought that, man, like, would winning a championship at the end of my career, and I was fortunate where I was a starter for a bunch of those years in my career, especially – I was came off the bench my first year, second year was a starter, and I was like, well, would it mean as much if I wasn't averaging 18 a game, if I wasn't doing this? Damn right it does because your role is different because people don't understand how much it goes into, like, myself and Channing and guys in, like, like Mitch Richmond's role. Like, without Mitch, without Mitch really knowing it, 
he inspired you to yep. go play your best version, right? Because you're always looking for like what, like how can I find new inspiration? All right, we got third championship going for a three peat. Well, that that's my guy. I fucking love Mitch Richmond. I respect him. I want him to have that on his resume. That's how much I care about my brother next to him and how much I respect him. I'm gonna go keep pushing myself. You know, we saw it with Jordan in the in in the last dance, how he would just make up ways to keep motivating himself. <laughs> and yeah. I definitely thought I was like, Oh, what I mean as much, that shit meant so much. That meant so much. I don't care if I was averaging 20, if you're averaging five, if you played in every game, if you practiced every day and you helped yeah. prepare the squad, if you pushed Kobe, if he pushed D fish, if he, all the things that go into it, man, like Dante Jones, Dante Jones. People don't know Dante Jones. Perfect example. Joins our team literally the last game of the season as a final roster spot. And Dante's in shape. We're, remember, he almost died Crazy. on the Versa Climber because he went from like G League. <laughs> and I'm like, Dante, you are 35 years old. You haven't been in the league all year long. You sign in 10 days and he joins the squad. He had five of the biggest points. <laughs> In game, I want to say game six, game five. Yeah, game game six. He had five of the biggest points. Everybody's in foul trouble. Warriors are coming in. We were like, okay, Dante, we just need two minutes. Dante goes in there, gets a layup, then gets a bucket and an and one. Lead goes from (laughs) X to X. And like that, he earned it. You earned it, bro. Like you contributed to the success yeah. in literally two and a half minutes in a crucial spot. You earned a championship. It doesn't matter if you were there for 82 or if you scored 20 a night. You contributed to the success of this team. And would we have won that game if he would have gone in there and gave up an and one? If he would have gone in there and gave up a bucket? Now, instead of giving us five points, he cost us five points. And now, instead of it being up by five, we're down by seven or, or you're down by two. Like that shit. The yep. stress of people in those positions is something that I, I think is greatly underestimated. Back to you in a second, but first we want to tell you about our friends at NerdWallet. Hey everyone, Allie Clifton here from the Road Trippin' Podcast. Do you still dreaming about a home with a driveway hoop? Well, what if we told you NerdWallet can help you take the first steps to make those dreams a reality? NerdWallet's team of nerds research hundreds of the top credit cards, mortgages, and more so you can easily compare and find what is right for you. And since you're getting a front yard hoop, let's make the backyard perfect for barbecues and NBA watch parties. NerdWallet can help you find a low mortgage rate so you can find the right place with lots of space in both yards. Ready to compare your way there? Take the first step by discovering the smartest credit cards, mortgages, and more today at nerdwallet.com. That's NMLS 1617539. All right, road trippers, have you heard about prize picks? Prize picks is daily fantasy made easy. Our entire crew loves it, and we know you will too. Prize Picks has the best NBA prop game across the market. They offer more NBA props than any other DFS operator, and they offer every player and stat category you can think of. Once again in the game now, there's no better time with the NBA playoffs now underway. All new users that make their first deposit and use the promo code ROADTRIPPIN will receive an instant 100% deposit match up to $100. All you have to do is pick two to five players and select an over-under on their daily projections and you can win up to 10 times on any entry. It's just you versus the projected numbers. Prize Picks even allows mixed sport entries. Use the award-winning Prize Picks app either on the App Store or Google Play today. Entries can be made in 60 seconds or less. It's that easy. Prize Picks is safe and offers fast withdrawals. 
Make this year's NBA playoffs a little more exciting and enjoy a special bonus offer on us. Check out prizepicks.com and use the promo code ROADTRIPPIN or go to your app store and download the app today. Remember, Road Trippers, prize picks is daily fantasy made easy. I will say before we wrap this up, uh, let me preface just that question there, Richard, was because as we were setting this up with D Fish, he asked if we could take it easy on him. And on Friday, we were talking on the show with D Fish and Meta in a commercial break. And I never put two and two together <laughs> that you two competed in those championships. So I was like, oh my God, how did I miss that? And so I was like, oh no, no, we will roast Richard D. Fish. It's okay. We'll roast Richard. Or how, how about the, the time Kobe reference. stepped out of bounds and Ron Artest <clears throat> caught that air ball <laughs> and sent us home out of the Western Conference Finals? <laughs> that was horrible. No, it's you no know, like wow, conference finals. Channing, Channing, we guys. don't talk about conference finals. It's it's yeah, we, we either talking about championships, that type we of stuff. We don't to talk about that year. Hey, we hey, we we thought we had a chance because <laughs> we went into a zone. Andrew Bynum and freaking Pau Gasol were barbecuing Amari. So we were like, damn, okay, we gotta we gotta do something different. And to mess with the triangle, you just go in a zone so that they can't do that little Chicago screen where his little ass is elbowing the shit out of you. So we're just like, Amari, stay here. So we had to teach Amari a 1-3-1 zone, and he kept messing it up every At shoot around. day. Because he's like, hey, hey, I didn't go to college now. I didn't go to college. I don't know about this. Amari's but like, amazing. I remember, here's why I thought it was wild and how much the role players like Lamar Odom was committed to winning. I wasn't yeah. even guarding Lamar Odom, <laughs> yeah. and he would yeah. still pass the ball to Kobe and be like, you better go double team. Yeah. I'm not going to shoot it. It would just <laughs> and be like, I'm not go. Yeah. I know what you got to do. Go and Kobe. Yeah. Kobe went Kobe. Now, I like, Lamar Odom is, is, is one of the most underrated players in the history like, of our right, league. Well, like the, his talent anyways. level and and had he just been on teams where he just could have you know done his thing. Yeah, like he would have had Hall of Fame numbers easily. You know, in terms of like what he's capable of doing on the floor. But he was so um unselfish and selfless and like he felt more comfortable like what you described right like and here's my dog again uh he, he like he wanted to make everybody else better um love that dude just absolutely love him um what kind of dog do you have that is a strong bark <laughs> yeah nah she is uh, an italian mastiff um mastiff. so yeah, she's yeah, she's she's yeah, like one twenty five, one thirty. You guys yeah. sounds like Simba. Damn. Yeah, what she's is huge. that thing? One hundred and fifty pounds. <laughs> yeah. Well, clearly, yeah. this yeah. podcast could have gone on for like, a yo, longer. Before yo, we let you go, yo, what's up? Uh, That's what it sounds like. Bring it full circle and get what your, your thoughts package. are on the playoffs <laughs> yeah. uh, for the NBA. Just what you're looking for um, to kind of. Um, yeah, no, nah, I think you know this is one of those years where with with. COVID and health and safety protocols and the injuries and all of the like inconsistencies of the regular season, in my opinion, it's hard to really measure probably other than Phoenix, like who really at their best is, is capable of winning it. I think to RJ's point, Milwaukee probably in the East, you know, when they're healthy and at their best, like to me, they are the team that comes out of the East. Phoenix has had the best season. They're capable of coming out of the West. I think they have the most motivation. Like when you lose in the finals, you talk about obsession. <laughs> Oof. Like Phoenix has it. They are carrying 
it's going to be hard to eliminate them. I'll just say it that way. Like, they have no intentions yeah. of feeling yeah. what they felt last year. <laughs> no intentions. So, I, 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 I'm, but I'm looking for, That's like, I do think the league is in that transitional stretch, though, where, like, you know, what Giannis has established. But then if Luka is healthy in terms of his calf, like, you know, I, the Dallas-Utah series can shift a lot of things because there's a lot of questions about where does Quinn Snyder's future in Utah or L.A., question mark, you know, based on what happens in that series. Um, Memphis is really interesting to me. Like, I think those guys are – remember, like, the Andre Iguodala trash-talking thing when Iggy didn't there. want to go to Memphis? And I and I felt like Ja and, and Dylan Brooks, like, they went in a little too much to me on yeah, that. Yeah. Like, I felt like they hadn't really done enough in the league to be questioning – Andre Iguodala, but dumb dudes. I I I gotta take they what I said there, there at that time back them. because they knew of them that knew and they have backed up those words of like they wanted to build something that like if you don't want to be a part of this, that's on you. But we're about to build something really special here in Memphis. So I I'm really curious to see in a in a two seven right like if if the Clippers are able to get past Minnesota and get seven, that Memphis Clippers series is going to be really interesting because T. Lou's ability to get the most out of his team in a playoff situation with a young team that hasn't been there, but they got the swag and the confidence. To me, Taylor Jenkins is an underrated, like, what he's done with his team because they were 20-4 and four without Ja Morant this year. <laughs> So the job he's done as a coach, like he's not going to probably win coach of the year, but yeah, somebody job. should make up yeah. some type of coach's award or something to give to him because he's he has done a phenomenal job. I thought I thought he was my coach of the year. He was my coach of the year considering that what they were the eighth last year yeah. and they were the they're the two this year and Ja has missed as many games. That's coaching. That's the and I know yeah. and I look Phoenix has done the same but Phoenix's depth they were already yeah. number one last year that means they're number I one again this year so it's like I, that's not to take away from him yeah. that's not to take away from what Monty Williams has done but I just think if we were to break down no way we saw Memphis at two better coaching job that, you know, by when the like season a started minuscule mark in the West I would say you know I, I got to give that to Memphis no way yeah. two. No. No, especially if you yeah. say John Morant is going to miss. Money should have got it last year. Four games. That, like, you know what I mean? Like, in my opinion, and I, I respect the heck out of Tibbs. I feel like Money should have got it last yeah. year. All right. He'll probably get it this year because people that mm-hmm. vote, didn't vote for him last year yeah. feel bad that they didn't vote for him last year. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Well, Richard, if I I've had people say people those exact words to me. So let me I have, I've really had people quick, with votes say those exact words. Upon us, we're so excited, but it also I gotta, means I gotta, the, start I gotta run, of guys. the actual best thing, the WNBA. D Fish, you're amazing. Yeah. We wish you the spark, you. all the success. Um, so excited you guys open up May 6th in Chicago. What an yeah. awesome scheduling. Yeah. Uh, note there yeah. by the, the league. Congrats. Exciting. <laughs> yes. Um, yes, with that do. said, <laughs> we want to thank our family uh, over at Camus, Wagner family, Ooh. for the wine that they mm-hmm. supply. They know what they're doing. For, us, for all of these episodes, D-Fish, I will get your address. We will send you a couple bottles from Camus. Thank you so much. Um, and if you love what you uh, are listening to or watching here with Road Trip and you know what to do. Call, subscribe, text us, rate us, review us, all the things. 6575-CALL-RT. Uh, that'll do it for this edition of Road Trip. Bye.